Welcome to the Marriage Success Podcast with Dr. David Stevens. The purpose of this podcast is to highlight biblical principles for building healthy marriage and family relationships. Dr. Stevens is an author, seminar leader, and relationship coach to married couples and singles in the dating game. To learn more about Dr. Stevens, please visit marriagesuccess.org. But now, let's join Dr. Stevens for today's edition of the Marriage Success Podcast. Hello, I'm David Stevens, and welcome to the podcast. On today's edition, I will be talking with newlyweds Dashe and Jarvis. As you'll be able to tell by my laughter during the interview, I really enjoyed talking with this couple. You'll get to hear this pre-recorded interview after this important announcement. Hello, this is Dr. David Stevens with your Marriage Success Moment for today. Give compliments. Compliment and affirm your spouse whenever possible. And be especially careful with your words when disagreements occur. No matter how angry you get, don't say things that you will regret later. Cruel jokes and insulting names are always a no-no. And this is your Marriage Success Moment for today. This message was brought to you by MarriageSuccess.org. You're listening to the Marriage Success Podcast with author and seminar leader, Dr. David Stevens. Well, thank you for joining me for the podcast. I told you in the introduction, I have a young couple with me today, and this couple has been married for less than three years. So there's a lot of things they have learned and there are a lot of things they still have to learn. But they are a fun couple and I think they'll share some things that may be a little bit interesting for you. But most importantly, I believe they'll share some things that may encourage some young couples and help them understand that the things that they're experiencing early on in marriage, they are not foreign. Everybody faces them at one time or another. Let's get right into our conversation because off the air, there were some things that I thought that were pretty interesting, but I also found some things pretty, pretty funny and entertaining. Why don't you tell me how you guys met? <laughs> I'll let her take the floor. She does it so well. <laughs> oh, so well. Well, it was about the spring of 2007. We met through a mutual friend. Um, a close friend of mine, a close female friend of mine was dating um, one of his best friends. And um, I was at her house one night. She was a... Uh, pregnant at the time and I was at her house and somebody called her phone <laughs> in an uproar um, because they were on a prom date that was going south and he needed to vent and um, of course he was on speakerphone because you know how really you, you know how we do three way speakerphone speaker so of course he was on speakerphone <laughs> And I'm trying so, to, huh? I was just just real quick. Is that what is that so y'all can say, well, I didn't tell her, you told it. No. <laughs> okay. Not no, I think she just didn't feel like holding the phone. Right. No, that was before earphones on. But yeah, he's on speakerphone. And he was he was he was going off. And I was like, Who is that? So once I said who is that, he like, Well, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> and so um then he asked her what I look like. What and you look like. 
And then that's, a, that's her, a real male response, you know? <laughs> what, what, what she look like, though? <laughs> but I'm right here on speakerphone so I can hear you ask what I look like. And so then he requested a picture. Ah. And well, we sent him a picture of myself, and that's how we met. Really? I had to see if she looked as good as she sounded. Sound. <laughs> sounded good. I like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pass the sight test. <laughs> right, right, right. So that, that's how we met. So yeah. you met through a mutual friend on a speakerphone <laughs> after the prom date went bad. <laughs> it went real bad. Right. Mm-hmm. So you start dating, and how long did you actually end up dating? Um, um, before marriage, we dated for about seven years. Before marriage, yeah, about seven years before marriage. That's right. real good. Seven years, I give you a chance to you know, learn some things and, you know, grow and find out some things that uh, you didn't know. You know right. what you're getting yourself into? <laughs> yeah. Kind of, sort of. You know, seven years. Somebody can put on a facade for about five out of seven of yeah. those years they really wanted to. Just it's, imagine the people who've been dating just six months and they can, you know, pull a game off for six months. Most people can do that. Right, yeah. right, right. But when you're living separately and things, it's easy to, you know, okay. present the person that you want them to see. Right. That's interesting because I've talked with couples during um, premarital to counseling and I've coached them and explained to them that don't forget that um, during the dating stage your partner is putting their best foot forward the guy gets a haircut before he visits he makes sure that his his clothes are nice and clean and pressed uh, the young lady she makes sure that her nails are done her toes are done her hair is done and it's just a perfect image All right and uh, that's the best presentation that they can offer. However, after a period of time, sometime they begin to recognize that uh, maybe I don't need to do that this time. And as time passes, you get a chance to see more of the person who uh, you will see if you commit to a long term relationship or marriage. You're not just going to see the good times. Gotcha. So after seven years, you saw enough where you decided, you know, maybe we want to keep doing this. But uh, let me ask you this. Since you dated such a long time. Did anything happen while you were dating that kind of shook things up or made you really think about if you want to get married or not? Um, well, I can only speak on my behalf. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I, you know, you like somebody so much sometime, but y'all bump heads um, and they tell, you, you know, they need space and maybe we should wait. So we've, yeah. we've departed and reunited quite a few times before the baby was even born. Maybe. Yeah, that was maybe, the real shocker. Maybe two or three uh, times. The, yeah. the real shocker <laughs> was the baby being the baby. born. Yeah. That, that definitely shook things up yeah. in seven years. Right. Right. But yeah, before she, um, before Jacob was born, yeah, we broke up a few times. She seen some stuff about me that I needed to work on and. You know, I didn't see anything about her. I liked her so much. But then after she... Wow, you, know, man, you gave a response that yeah. older guy been married 15 or 20 years would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with I always loved her. Yeah, yeah, I did. I didn't I'm see not, no problem. I loved her so much that I was like, okay, if that's what you want to do, then I'm, I'm for it. I won't, you know, put up a fuss or fight about it if you want to. You know, go have a breather for a couple months or a year or so, then go ahead. And, you know, when that happened, I wasn't even really expecting to 
playing there just to go on. Like, I didn't expect for us to hook back up. This is before Jakala. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And then. Yeah, I never expected that. We ended up pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so that shook things up, really, huh? That yeah, definitely because, shook things up. Like, what was it? Th- three years before Jakala, we were talking? She was born in yeah, the we started dating in 2007. She was born in 2011, and we got married in 2014. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's a pretty long time. Yeah. yeah. So for four years and no kid. We thought we were sudden, doing good. We thought we were invincible. Yeah. <laughs> like, no oh, yeah. We thought we were invincible. Like, <laughs> can't nobody have a baby without him. <laughs> Something wrong with one of us, but we just don't know. We, cool. we, we good with it. <laughs> well, Jars, let me ask you this now. You know, it's, it's kind of like now the baby is coming. How did that impact your thinking? You know, uh, did it uh, cause you to, you know, wonder if you could handle it? Did it cause you to think about, uh, you know, can I handle it? Do I need to change things? Or, you know, how did it impact you when you found out she was uh, expecting? I always wanted to have kids anyway. I just didn't want to have kids that soon. You know, I you plan stuff out and it never goes as planned. Yeah. You know, I I planned it out as, you know, <laughs> We're going to wait a minute and me and Nashe works out. We'll wait a minute, a couple of years, get on our feet, you know, work on a kid then. But it happened right then. So uh, I really didn't have any time to think about it. It just hit me all of a sudden. And the first thing came in my mind was you got to you got to do something. So I found a job and worked hard on um on my job. And she helped me out, had my back with food and help with Jacal. And I just started saving money and um start looking after my daughter it really changed me though like really? just yeah you gotta get right to it it's no thinking about or planning nothing you you gotta react right then that's the that's the way i felt so yeah. uh baby crib clothes shoes it just you know <laughs> i was just working and you know she gotta have that okay i gotta you know what i mean so i couldn't plan anything but it, it definitely changed me um i wasn't able to take her out on little dates no more by myself nice shoes all the time because she came around so yeah um and made started acting like a responsible father right exactly <laughs> couldn't stay out at the club no more drink all night long or go to, what, the, studio. Go to the studio drink all and, and make music and talk crazy and you know all that young kid stuff so and then we um, we figured out that it would be beneficial if we lived in the same household. Yeah. Um, so that's a decision that we made, you know, <clears throat> when things happen out of, out of quote unquote order, mm. as it's planned, it was like, okay, we have the kid now, even though, um, you know, living together before marriage is not an ideal situation. It was best for us because we wanted to be, more like a family unit. So okay. um, our, our goal was to be under one roof because we both expressed that we wanted our daughter to grow up in a two-parent household right. from day one. Yeah. So um, we made the decision to move out of our parents' um, house into somewhere that we could call our own. Well, so you guys uh, looked at things uh, a little bit differently after... Uh found out you were expecting and then the baby got here you start making changes and that's commendable I commend you on that because a lot of young people sometimes think they can continue to live a single life and you know come and go as they please do what they want to do spend their money on whatever they choose to without considering the fact that they have another little person there to be responsible for right 
you know, right. things that the baby may need, uh, things that the baby may just want. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, responsible parents uh, work hard to uh, try to provide. So I commend you on stepping up as young people and doing that. Uh, even though you were not married, you had responsible thoughts. Yeah, we did. So, uh, and that worked out for you. So, uh, then you got married and well, after you got married, what happened? Well, <laughs> before we got married, it wasn't even really that easy. I mean, well, I always wanted to marry her. I used to ask all the time when you're going to marry me, but it was like play talk, but I really, I really <laughs> wanted to. You went no all the time. Well, a few times. Oh, I've, I, I can't even get credit on that. I hadn't even, I, I never asked you that before. Once. Wow. Okay. Right. Well, that one counts. At least you knew what my name was. So, um, yeah, uh, we went we went through some stuff in that apartment that year. Uh, we stayed in that, in that project. Yeah, we did. Um, but then, what? After we moved out of there, we moved into a house, rented a house. And um, once we got in the house, that's when we made the decision to get married. So we got engaged in February and we were married by August. Planned the wedding in six months. That's right. I do not recommend that. Oh, it can be done. Oh, it was she, so stressful. Oh, it can yeah. be done. I didn't she, like it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was taken care of. Um, we have very supportive. We both have a pretty good support team. So yeah. we, we, we set the goal up. They executed. We got it done. But um, after getting married, it was like, okay, you never really think about it. You think, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper. There's no difference between <laughs> dating and getting married. That's, that's yeah. not true. <laughs> we haven't changed. We just said a few <laughs> vows in front of God and some friends and family. It doesn't change. That's not true at all. Because <laughs> right. once you get married, it's like... <laughs> For real. One, <laughs> right. For one, you, you can't break up every week. Nah. <laughs> nah, not every week. You 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 don't even get the you can't even go to your mom's house. No. <laughs> you can't go to your parents' house. You just gotta figure it out. You gotta yeah. figure out how to deal with conflict, um, you know, how to deal with each other's character traits, those that may or may not be desirable, some that you're not used to, you know, everybody has a way that they would do things and your spouse may not do things the way that you would do it. Yeah. yeah. And that can be very difficult. I don't know how difficult it is for men, but for women, you know, <laughs> once I figured out that this is the way that it should be done, I'm not too interested in the way that you do it. <laughs> and I said, do you wash the dishes and then you put them in the dish or whatever the case may be. You rinse them first before you put them in the dish yeah. or whatever. However, I feel like, you know, yeah. it's the correct order which it should be done. Yeah. So then you have to go through that. <laughs> yeah. and you have to accept that. And you go through some nights where you you don't communicate and you go through some days where you communicate a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a lot of different emotions that you have to experience. But once you get married, you realize how real it becomes. Please pardon the interruption. Dr. Stevens will be back in just a moment. But first, I want to share an important announcement. Dr. Stevens is currently offering a free seminar to churches in the metro area of Birmingham, Alabama. This free seminar can be tailored to address the needs of couples, singles, and manhood mentoring events. To book a free seminar at your church, please visit marriagesuccess.org for more information. The email address is dstevens at marriagesuccess.org. Again, 
The website address is marriagesuccess.org and the email address is dstevens at marriagesuccess.org. Let's now return to Dr. Stevens and his message for today. I think I, over the years I have emphasized probably in every uh, uh, coaching session and every seminar is that uh, what I like to refer to as the three stages of marriage. At that romance stage, is the first stage, and everything is exciting, mm-hmm. a lot of fun. You know, everybody's uh, excited about just being around one another, being together, and then uh, that uh, romance stage can carry over into marriage. Uh, and it can be there for a little while, but eventually you're going to hit that next stage. That stage two is what I like to refer to as the reality stage. Mm-hmm. And the reality stage sounds like what you're referring to, because in that reality stage, you begin to recognize that my spouse is not just like me. Right. They don't believe this exactly like I do. Right. They don't do things exactly the way. I would do it. Right. And now you're in negotiating stage. Yeah. You know, what's important, what's not, what's non-negotiable. And that's one of the things I like to try to emphasize to couples. You have to recognize some things that are really negotiable. Gotcha. I mean, it's it's no right or wrong, but it's just your preference on how you've done things. Right. But then you have to also look at matters of conscience, which are non-negotiable things. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe your faith. Maybe some things that you believe that uh, you should do simply because it's the honorable thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, things that will impact your integrity. So uh, but you guys were in that uh, reality stage. But that's also the stage to grow in. A lot of couples end up getting divorced during the reality stage yeah. and they never reach that stage three is what I call the relaxed stage. Once you get to the relaxed stage, you can laugh at one another's shortcomings right. and nobody's feelings is hurt about it. Right. You know that they're going to do this or that and they're going to mess up again. Yeah, I help them fix it, but they're going to mess up again or uh, they're going to leave the proverbial cabinets open <laughs> like me. <laughs> My wife learned to tolerate and I've been working on for years. Uh, but that uh, relaxed stage is that stage that you hear about with uh, senior citizens who's been married 50, 60 years. And they just kind of like sister and brothers and they even resemble one another. Sometimes mm. <laughs> they've been married for so long, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so they look like each other. <laughs> now, we're going to do our game show today. We're going to see what this young three-year-old couple has learned about one another. They've been married approximately three years, so they've had enough time to see some things and hopefully remember some things. So I'll ask the question and then I'll go to the other one and ask them a similar question. But in the process, we're going to give them about 10 seconds to respond And we will hit the buzzer and we'll give them a chance to give us the correct answer or the incorrect answer with the newlywed and not so newlywed game. (laughs) You guys ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's get started with the game. Okay, introducing, we have Jarvis and we have Dashe. Dashe, what is Jarvis' favorite color? 
Can I start by saying this is not a fair question? Because it's changed <laughs> since we started dating. <laughs> but I'm going to go with red. Red is his favorite color. Let's see here. His favorite color based upon my research <laughs> and 16 accountants <laughs> says that you are correct. <laughs> Red and black. Uh-huh. All right. All right. All right. Now, Jarvis. Question to you. What is Dashay's favorite color? And you have 10 seconds to mull it over and give me your answer. Purple. <laughs> oh, purple? You sure about that? Don't want to change it? Yeah, I'm pretty confident with purple. <laughs> okay. Correct answer. Good job. That's one and one. Okay, let's go back to Dashe. Tell me what is Jarvis' favorite movie? Um, <clears throat> based on how many times we've watched it, I'm going to go with Bad Boys. bad boys is your answer yes okay (laughs) good job good job okay question about Dashe what is your favorite movie pretty woman <laughs> you sure, Jarvis? I'm almost sure. Unless you've seen one recently that she fell in love with, I think it's pretty one. All right, it's pretty woman. <laughs> okay, now let's go to seasons of the year. Okay, Dashe, what is Jarvis' favorite season of the year? Um. I guess since he likes to swim, I'm going to go with summer. You're going to say summer? Are you sure? I'm sure. (laughs) All right. It's working out pretty good for a newlywed couple. That's a seven years of dating right there. Ah, good point. (laughs) A little bit of advantage there. Very, very, very good point. Okay. Dashay's favorite time of year, Jarvis, is what? I'm thinking about that now. That's time ticking. Uh, I went with winter because she loves to play in the snow. Winter because she loves to play in the snow. I know it's fault. <laughs> you know it's fault. I, I just thought about it. <laughs> uh, you like both. <laughs> so it's fault. <laughs> I know it's fault. I thought about it, right? Like, as soon as it started ticking down, I was like, colorful leaves. Oh, colorful right. leaves. The colorful yeah. leaves. You get a happy medium. It's in the fall. That's when the leaves show up. That's too cold. It's not too hot. Okay, now here's one that you would probably get some complaints on. Dashay now. If there's no gasoline in the car, 
Who would you say forgot to put gasoline in the car? It's easy. It's Cyrus. Interesting. No, it's not what he said. It's not, <laughs> he said it's, it's not, not me. It's one time. But every time we get in your car, it's never any gas in it. Matter of fact, we drove my car the other day and you knew it wasn't any gas in it. You still went and parked my car with no gas in it. Yes, I had to leave at 9 o'clock at night to go get gas in it for work the next day. No gasoline. Okay. He says, my bad. <laughs> Sound like a man been mad a long time. Accept it and move on. All right. Now we got a question about wild animals. Okay. Dashe. Now let me ask Jarvis this. Jarvis, if your wife is afraid of a wild animal, what would that wild animal be? Okay. I'm going to say a little extra with this. All right. So I didn't think that was a wild animal until when I first met her and her mom. And they okay. me out. And they told me that that was considered to be an animal also. Okay. Mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an insect. <laughs> animal insect. <laughs> I did look it up too, and it was actually correct. They are still considered to be animals. Insects, small insects. Really? Yeah. So you didn't pick like a snake. You picked a mosquito. You always leave, baby. Like every, the other day we were standing outside. I ain't back outside for that. They like to eat me up. I know. Then, you know, you just seen it floating, and I looked back, and she was in the house. She just uh. left. Ooh, the door was I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so your answer is what, Jarvis? If she's afraid of something, what would it be? Mosquitoes. Mm. Really? What? Snakes. <laughs> Snakes. <laughs> Snakes. I guess so, yeah. Snakes. You really give me a phone with a snake. Yeah. <laughs> you leave me over mosquitoes. Snakes. I'll leave you over anything if I can't get them. <laughs> mosquitoes. Yeah. Nobody likes mosquitoes. Nobody likes mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. That's a good generic answer mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah. Okay. This should be interesting. If you were in bed at night, and you were awakened to a noise in the kitchen. Dashe, who do you think would be in the kitchen? Or do you think it would be mice, dogs, critters of any sort? What do you think the noise would be in the kitchen? I know what this noise would be. It would be Charlie. Because he's going to wake up in the middle of the night, he's going to be thirsty, and he's going to want a snack. <laughs> okay. So who likes to go to the kitchen in the middle of the night? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> All right. This is a good one. Jarvis, if a speeding ticket came to the house in that little envelope, who do you think would be getting the speeding ticket? You or Dashe? I'm almost sure it's Dashe. <laughs> I think we paid two or three tickets last year for speeding. So, yeah. Oh. I think it's your Oh. Dashe definitely speeds. 
<laughs> I say, <laughs> a speeding ticket. I'm the speeder. I'm the You're speeder the speed. that gets caught. I'm You're the speeder. the speeder that gets caught. That's pretty good. Right, right, right. I'm the speeder that I'm speeding. <laughs> the police officer's hiding behind the bush over there. Yeah, you don't see him in time and to slow down. Right, right. right. That's me. <laughs> All right. My last question. I'm going to ask this question because this is one of those kind of romantic, memorable questions. I'm going to make sure I ask Dashae this one because I'm a little biased being a man. I hate to pit the fellas on the spot with this particular question. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so Dashe, this is the question. <laughs> the first kiss that you shared with Jarvis, where did you get that kiss? <laughs> we were at his mom's house in the den. Oh, that's kind of specific. <laughs> kind of specific. So, Jarvis, do you agree? I agree. I agree. That's the right answer again. <laughs> She's giving this big hit by saying that's where it happened. <laughs> Young man, don't say it didn't happen there. <laughs> you would lose that way. <laughs> Well, I'm really glad that you guys came on the podcast and, you know, we've talked about some of the things that you've experienced early on in marriage, what put you together. And, you know, if it was one thought that you want to leave with those who hear this podcast about marriage, it can be something that you learned before marriage, something you've learned since you've been married. But if you want to leave a parting idea or some type of inspiration, what would you like other couples to remember? Either one of you. Something that I was, we were both taught or it was expressed to both of us is no one's perfect. And so you can't expect to get married and, you know, you can't expect to get a 100% person. You're not going to find anyone that's perfect the way that you would want them to be. So you have to learn to compromise and negotiate um, if you want to have a successful marriage. You have to understand ahead of time that no one's perfect. Jarvis, you got something you want to share? Yeah, pretty much what she said. Yeah, um, and and through through all the arguments or whatever people go, you know, marriages go through. You you gotta keep a level head and um, make sure it's worth uh, just calling quits over before you just you know throw the towel in. So, Jarvis, Dashe, I really enjoyed talking with you on the podcast today. Maybe we can do it again sometime in the future. God bless. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. If you would like to hear Dr. David Stevens in person, he conducts seminars and does keynote speaking for special events. Dr. Stevens is currently offering a free seminar to churches in the metro area of Birmingham, Alabama. This free seminar can be tailored to address the needs of couples, singles, and manhood mentoring events. To book a free seminar at your church, please visit marriagesuccess.org for more information. When you visit the website, you can purchase books by Dr. Stevens, which include Master Keys to Marriage Success, Manhood Challenge, and Dating Game Pitfalls. To book a free seminar or to purchase ebooks and paperbacks by Dr. Stevens, please visit marriagesuccess.org. 
You can also reach Dr. Stevens by email at dstevens at marriagesuccess.org. Thanks again for joining us on today's podcast. And remember, love can last a lifetime.